Welcome to the Thrive Live Show. I'm your host, Donnie Prasad. They call me Pastor D. And I'm excited you've decided to connect with me on this podcast where we focus on thriving in life and leadership, not just surviving, but thriving. And as always, if this blesses or helps you in any way, please do share it with a friend. Now let's get into today's episode. Thrive Time Thursday. We've been having some great sessions, and thank you guys for everyone who's been sending in testimonies and who's been uh, just sharing how this has been a blessing to you. I'm excited every time I get to come on with you guys for the time on Thursday and just to share what God has laid on my heart. He's put some things on me today. And listen, sometimes when you don't feel good, sometimes when you're just having a lot of things against you, listen, those are the times you've got to push a little bit harder. You've got to you got to press a little bit harder because God wants to do something and the enemy's trying to stop it. All right? Tonight, tonight we're dealing with your thriving season. Your thriving season. And listen, we've been thriving from uh, the get-go on this and God has been uh, God has been good. All right, God bless you guys. As you come in, just hit the share button for me if you can. Episode 13, I believe, and we're talking about your thriving season. We've been dealing with the thriving mindset. Um, we've been dealing um, in the thrive mindset. God gave me two words, and I've heard so many testimonies from you guys about these two words, lean and learn. We've always got to lean in on God, not on our own understanding, but lean in on Him. All right, we need the Spirit of God to direct us, and then we've got to learn. We've got to be willing to learn, willing to dig in, uh, willing to um, learn from others who are doing what things we want to do. Lean and learn. So we dealt with a thriving mindset. Good to see everybody on. All right. Um, so we've been dealing with the thriving mindset, and this leaning and learning is a partnership between the Spirit and and, and skill. We got to get that partnership right, partnership between heaven and earth. And listen, once we get it, God's going to bless you and help you. Last week, we dealt with your thriving place. There is a place where you're going to thrive. And we've all got to locate that place and get in the right place. It's important we understand seed, soil, and seasons. All those things are so important. We are good seed. We've got to be in the right soil or the right place. God made place before he made people. All right, God made Eden, and then uh, he made Eden, and then he made people uh, to operate in that place. You can't plant a coconut tree in every soil. I would love to plant a coconut tree in my backyard or a mango tree or some kind of tropical tree, but you know it's not going to uh, thrive and flourish where I live. Those kinds of trees don't don't uh, don't do well in this climate. So you've got to find your right soil or right place, right? And passion and pain will help you locate that. Things that you are passionate about that you just can't escape. You got it's just always on you. That's an indicator, a locator of where you should be, or things that have caused pain, and you're like somebody's got to deal with that. That's you. God's putting it on you to to bring change in that place. Remember, Isaac sowed in a time of famine and reaped a hundredfold. I love Isaac. Uh, he sowed in famine a hundredfold. Last thing as, as I recap and we get into tonight. Your thriving place is going to be a place of attack. 
Don't get it twisted. Whenever you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be doing it, you're going to come under attack. You, that's how the enemy operates. He's going to put thoughts in that, that, hey, listen, what you're doing is not working. It's not effective or people will throw shade at you or whatever it is. You're going to be, it's a place of attack. Yes, but it is a place of the anointing. We're, when you are in place and in position, the anointing is going to be on you. God is going to work through you. In, 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 I'm not talking about like standing on the edge and all of a sudden you put out your staff and the waters are going to part. And it, it doesn't have to be crazy, spectacular things like that. All right. In, in little things of life, the anointing of God is with you um, to help you operate, to help you speak, help you do all kinds of things. So it's a, your thriving place is, yes, it's a place where you're going to find attack, but it's a place of your anointing. It's a place that you're going to be appreciated. Come on, somebody. July the 1st, we shifted. We moved. Just a, a week before, so God, invite somebody, start a watch party, do whatever it is you could do um, to, you know, those of you who have been with me every week, you've been partnering with what God is doing uh, so we can get this word out there and just help people in this season. All right, on July the 1st, I believe God spoke to us the week before we were on here, and God said to me very clearly that something is going to shift on July the 1st. Some things will come to an end on June the 30th of the end of the first six months of this year. Certain doors are going to close. Certain things must die because come July 1, we are moving into a different season. We are moving into a thriving season. I believe God is, is already doing it. I've already heard testimonies from people who have been blessed um, and what God is doing. So listen, God is, is just getting started and this is the season even right now in, a, in a, amongst everything that's happening, amidst everything. God is going to bless you. God is going to cause you to prosper. God is going to cause you to thrive. This is a season of overflow. It's a season of outpour. The latter shall be greater. Come on, somebody, if you believe it, say, I receive it. And I really believe, as God just impressed on my spirit, July 1, the next six months, it is going to be a thriving season. Certain things that are going to happen in the next six months I would even go as far as to say it may not have happened if we didn't go through this pandemic, this shutdown, this chaos. It's just setting up um, some things that God is going to do. It's caused us to go after God more, caused us to press in more. It is a thriving season, and I really believe it tonight. But let me ask you a question. Yes. Listen, good to see you. But let me ask you, here's what I'm trying to wrestle with tonight. Here's what we want to, part of what I want to address. Is that it? Is that it? The next six months is our thriving season and then it's over. We're going to go back and we're going to go back into like a struggle. After the next six months, is this thrive, is this thrive thing done? Have we turned the corner and that's it? Is this a six month thing? I think you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> this is the thrive life show. So I don't believe this is a six-month thing. I believe that God is going to cause you, and I'm going to get into this. I'm going to share something that's going to blow your mind. I'm going to give you a scripture verse from the book of Isaiah, chapter 44. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get to it. Isaiah, there's something powerful that we're going to get at. 
But I don't believe that, listen, this Thrive thing is, a, is just a six-month thing. No, 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 no. We are not here to survive a season and thrive for certain season. Listen, I'm thriving for life. Come on, somebody. We are lifetime thrivers. If you believe it, somebody say, I'm thriving for life. I do believe that God wants us to thrive not just in the next six months, but this thing is for life. We can, this is the thrive life. Your thrive is not just for now. You're setting up something in this season. This Something is being built up and set up that you will thrive for seasons. I'm going further with this thing tonight. I really want you to catch what God has put in my spirit tonight because this Thrive thing is not just for six months. It's not for a year. I'm about to drop a, I'm about to drop a word from Isaiah on you that this is going to hit tonight where we need it to hit. I'm thriving for life. Come on, somebody. Thrive life. Let me, let me break something down and then I'm going to get into Isaiah. I really want to hit this verse because when this verse hit me so hard, come on. You know, sometimes you read the Bible and something just, woo. When God showed me this, t- I said, whoa, bring it. I, listen, I'm excited about it. Let me try to get into this, all right? But I want to break down something real quick for us. Destiny, purpose, and seasons. We got to understand destiny, purpose, and seasons if we're going to understand how we thrive for life and understand this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this as simple as I can, right? God bless you guys. Good to see you on here with me. And thank you for sharing this. This is how it grows. This is how you partner with what God is doing, all right? Now, destiny, what a big word, what an overused word. We, we hear destiny all the time, and there's so many ways that we can think about destiny. But I want to keep it real simple, all right, real simple. I would say that destiny is simply God's predetermined plan for your life. God's plan. That's it. I think that's as simple as you can perhaps get a definition or a way to look at destiny. It is God's plan for your life. All right, what is purpose? Again, another word that we we use a lot and sometimes we can confuse destiny and purpose in these things. But purpose is the reason something exists, the reason for it to exist. All right, this is a this is a mouse pad or not a mouse pad, a, a mouse. <laughs> Let me get it straight, right? All right, y'all, this is a mouse. This thing has a certain function. It's it was created so that when I touch these buttons and do whatever, it's going to control the the screen and control the computer and whatever. There's a reason. All right, the purpose for the existence of this mouse is is for convenience and make it easy for me to to navigate on my computer and all of that. So we've got to understand that destiny is God's plan. Come on, somebody, God's plan. Purpose is the reason for existence. Now, I want us to understand the relationship between destiny and purpose because that's where season comes in. Come on, let's go. I'm trying to get through season, seed, season, and soil. Here we go. The Bible says this in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose. Everything there's a season. And listen to listen to this between destiny and purpose. Destiny, we can think of destiny as think of destiny as an arrow. 
and maybe divide it into 10. So there's this arrow has 10 different sections. Let's call them seasons. Destiny is fixed and framed by seasons. Destiny is divided into seasons of purpose. Your life is basically divided into different seasons and every season has a purpose. So that's the relationship between destiny and purpose. Your life is divided into seasons of purpose. So if that arrow has 10 seasons, then let's deal with 10 seasons, right? You're, there could be just, this is an example, 10 seasons in your life. And we've got to understand the seasons because thriving is not just for season number three, and then we finish in four, we struggle in five, we come back in seven. God wants you to thrive in every season of life. God's plan for your life, destiny, is divided into seasons of purpose. To everything, there is a season. And every season has a purpose in your life. Come on, 2020, the first six months, is it was a season. I'm declaring that that season is over. The chaos that we went through, the shutdown and all this stuff, I'm listening, it has made us, uh, we've, we've gone through that season, but we can come out of this thing stronger and we can thrive. There are seasons in life that you're not going to like it. There are seasons in life that is going to be difficult. You're going to experience chaos. You're going to experience loss. You're going to experience heartbreak. But you can still thrive in those seasons because you can still learn, you can still grow, you can come out of those seasons stronger, you can come out of those seasons with unshakable faith and you say, listen, whatever comes my way, I know that God's got me and I know that I'm thriving for life. I'm a lifetime thriver. This ain't just a seasonal thing. This thing doesn't end on December 31st, 2020, but it continues. God wants you to thrive in every season of life. You are not here just to thrive, all right, for just a, a few months or even a few years. I want to give you a verse. I'm, here it is. Let me, let, me, let me explain something about God. The God that we serve is a God of intergenerational blessings. He is a God of intergenerational advancement. So when God wants you to thrive, he's looking for some generational thrivers. You're not tr thriving just even in your lifetime, but this is generational thriving. I'm going to get to the word. I'm not just making stuff up. All right, come on. He's a God of intergenerational blessings. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Intergeneration. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless your children. He wants this blessing to continue. You might be the one that shifts what happens in your bloodline, in your family, because you're the one that really came into relationship with Christ. You might be the first one in your family. All right, Amina, good to see you. You might be the first one, but you're doing this thing for real. He's a God of generational blessings. He's a God of generational advancement. Every generation must build upon the success of the previous generation. Watch this. You are a seed, you must be sown in the right soil, in the right season. God is going to water and you're going to produce for generations. Come on somebody, I'm a generational thriver. I'm thriving for life. I'm not just thriving for now. So if we, we gotta get that kind of thinking that listen, 
Those who are coming after me, they've got to thrive. Shift it, shift it. Come on, somebody. We are generational. This is what God is saying. This Thrive Life thing is not just for me, but I've got to make sure my children are set up to thrive. I've got to make sure people connected to me are going to thrive in seasons, year after year. So don't listen. Life consists of seasons of purpose. Every season there is a purpose. Lysander's generational thriving in your bloodline. Come on. Somebody got to claim this thing. You got to claim it. God is going to help you. I'm about to hit this verse. Isaiah 44. Watch this. Here we go. Whenever I share some things, I want to bring it back to the word of God because it is so important. I'm not just making stuff up. Stay with me. You know that already. You know that. This Thrive Life is not about yourself. You're not in this thing alone. God is with you. You're not trying to strive by, thrive by yourself. God is doing something. Here we go. Isaiah 44. I'm going to read the first four, first four verses. If it's chapters, we're going to be here for a long time. Hey, <laughs> Linda, good to see you. All right. Here we go. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, hit that share button for me, please, so that we can bless some people on here. Listen to this verse. This is powerful. I want you to catch this. Isaiah 44. I'm reading the first, first verse. But now listen to me, Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. The Lord who made you and helps you says, do not be afraid. O Jacob, my servant, O dear Israel, my chosen one. Watch this. For I will pour water to quench your thirsty land and irrigate your parched fields. Here we go. I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing upon your children. They will thrive like watered grass, like willows on a riverbank. Come on, watch that. Isaiah 44 verse 4. God says he's going to cause your generation to thrive like watered grass. Come on, somebody. This is a generational God that we serve. God wants you, your descendants, your children to be blessed. He wants them to thrive like watered grass. Look what God says. I will pour out water on thirsty land. Does this sound familiar? Go back to Joel. Charlene, good to see you. Go back to Joel chapter 2. Go back to Acts chapter 2. God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall, shall prophesy. God is saying in this text, your generation will thrive like watered grass. Come on, somebody. God is a generational God, intergenerational blessing and advancement. I love this text. Do not be afraid. Oh, come on. I need that right now, God. Do not be afraid. That's what God is saying in this text. Isaiah 44. I hope you never forget Isaiah 44, verse 4. Those first four scriptures, uh, verses there. Do not be afraid. I'm going to pour water on thirsty land. Boy, if it's one thing I'm learning right now, it's about watering and it's about taking care of grass. This thing ain't no joke. <laughs> I'm trying to water grass. I'm trying to get in that garden. I'm trying to do things. Candace, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it, but this thing takes work. You know when you look at grass, whether it's healthy or not. If you come to my house, I'll be real with you. The front looks good, but if you get to the backyard, there's some spots there that the grass is brown. That means the grass is burnt. 
something ain't healthy, something ain't right with the grass. You can look at it when you see grass where the ground is dry. All right, it's spotty because it, it, it's sparse. But, you can, but when you see grass that's healthy and thriving, it's green, it's lush, it's rich, it's thick. God says, your generation, mm -hmm, I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessings upon your children. God is a God that's looking for generational thrivers. Your, you, you, that's what he's saying in this text. They will thrive like watered grass. Come on, somebody. You, you, this thing, you're not in this thing for yourself. God is talking to you. God is going to help you. But this thriving thing is not just for you. It is for your generation. Come on, somebody. You with me tonight? Listen, I'm a generational thriver. I'm thriving for life. The question is, God said in that text, I will pour water on thirsty land. I'm going to pour some water on thirsty land. The question is, are you thirsty? Hmm. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty for more of God? Do you want, I believe this pandemic and this shutdown has made some of us more thirsty for God. We are thirsty for the things of God. If that's you, say yes, I want more. I'm thirsty. We are thirsting for more. I will pour water on thirsty land and streams on dry ground. That's what he says. Don't be afraid. I want to say to you tonight, God is putting in my spirit. Don't be afraid. He's about to pour out in this season. God is about to pour out in this season. He's about to pour out on dry relationships. Father, in Jesus' name, he's about to pour out on hearts that have been dry and hearts that have hardened, but God is going to do it, so keep praying for them. God is going to do it. He's going to pour out. He's about to pour out on finances that have been dried up. You've been going through some things that's causing the finances to kind of go down, but God's about to pour it on the finances. He's about to pour it on your health. God is about to outpour in this season, but this thing is not just for six months. This is a generational move. God wants to bless you and you're going to thrive. You will thrive like watered grass. Oh, you're going to look good. Mm. And yours, and everybody connected to your generation is going to thrive. This is what God is saying. Come on, somebody. This is a turnaround season. Oh, I speak it tonight. Your trying season is going to shift into a thriving season. It is a turnaround. And God, I thank you. Listen, if you're dealing with with, with these doubts, God is saying, don't be afraid. He's brought you through already this far in 2020. The next six months, he's going to do some things that will blow your mind. Thus said the Spirit of God. Father, in Jesus' name, God, I speak it tonight. I'm just speaking your word. You are going to thrive like watered grass in the name of Jesus. You're going to thrive like watered grass. If you're like me and you're dealing with, with, with grass that is dry and grass that is kind of patchy, you know what I mean. Don't come check out my, my place and say, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to post some pictures. Everything I see on, on, on social media these days, people are posting nice gardens and flowers. Nobody's posting dry grass. Nobody's posting anything that's dead. And you're giving all the filtered stuff that looks good. I'm going to post some pictures tomorrow, some dried, dried up grass in, in, in my yard, in my 
to show you that this stuff is real, but it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. This is going to be prophetic. I'm going to post some messed up looking flowers in my yard, some things that ain't right, but I'm believing God for a turnaround. Every, you keep, what happens is we see everybody else posting the nice pictures and the nice statements and we, we think everybody's just excelling and doing amazing. But nobody's showing you the hardship. Nobody's showing you the struggle. Nobody's showing you when they're, when they're crying at night. Nobody's showing you when they're alone and they're, they're, they're scared. But God is saying, you're going to thrive like water grab. Do not be afraid. I'm going to cause you to thrive. I'm going to cause you to out, outrun this thing. You're going to move on levels you've never moved before. But are you thirsty? Come on, somebody. Oh, I, I don't want to get preachy tonight, but I feel, I feel God right now. I'm going to have to hold myself back here. But what I'm learning in this season as I'm trying to water my dead spots and dry spots and get the lawn looking nice is that consistent watering can turn things around. But it's hard work and you've got to do it every single day. Hey, come on. I'm thriving for life. You are thriving for life. You are a lifetime thriver. You've got to be. That's right. I see somebody posted. Come on, watch this. God's garden is the earth, and you are seed in his garden. I'm going to let you on a little secret. God is a good gardener. <laughs> he created Eden, and it was perfect. God's garden is the earth, and you are seed in God's garden. We, there is a parable that talks about this. I, I mentioned it last week, the parable of the wheat and the tares, or sometimes called the parable of weeds. It says, the field is the world and the good seed are the people of the kingdom. There is good seed in this world. You are the seed. God says, I'm going to pour out water on thirsty land. I'm going to put streams on dry ground. You are seed and God is going to, this is a pouring season. Your thriving season is going to be one of pouring. God is going to pour things on you. God is going to water you. God is going to do some things. Watch this. This you got, oh, come on. Father, God, I thank you. This is a season that we're going to receive. God is going to pour, but you've got to be in a position to receive. I'm going to take you to another verse. God is, I'm taking you to Isaiah again. Now, this verse my wife posted this verse um, on her social media this week. And when I saw the verse, I was like, oh my. And she had no idea what I was talking about or what I'm going to get into tonight. But listen to the verse she posted um, from Isaiah 58, 11. It says, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Come on. God is going to cause you to thrive like watered grass, and you will be like a well-watered garden. Look how that, when I saw that, I said, my God. Listen, if you, if you don't, follow, follow her page, Relentless to Pursue. Um, she posted this thing, and I said, oh, man, she's hitting it right on. You're going to, I want, let me touch this verse for a moment. We got to get this. God spoke to me on this today. What did this text says? The Lord will guide you continually. All right. God is going to guide, guide you continually. You've got to lean and learn. He's guiding you in this season. God is going to direct you. God is going to help you through this. He will guide you continually. Lean and learn. 
God wants to guide you. He's a good gardener. He knows how to grow things. Gardeners know their secrets. I'm learning that you're not supposed to water your grass at any time of the day. You water in the morning when it's cooler and you water in the evening. If you water certain times in the day, the sun is just gonna dr dry it up and it's of no use. The strategy, God will guide you. Then what did he say? He will give you water when you are dry. Here it is, water again. He's gonna give you water. God is gonna guide you and he's gonna give you water. God, I thank you because you're giving some life-giving water. Somebody's getting it, somebody's getting it. You are a generational thriver. We are thriving for life, not just the next six months. God is gonna shift this thing. He's gonna guide you, he's gonna give you water. Watch this, he will restore your strength. Oh, the water that God is gonna give will restore your strength. When grass is dry, it's, it's, it's weak. But your strength will come back. And when the strength come back, your beauty is coming back. God, in Jesus' name. Everything, your demeanor, your outlook, the way you see things, you and I, we are going to become a well-watered garden in this season. There is rain coming. There is water coming. Father God, I receive it. Come on. I receive it. Yes, Susan. We never thirst again. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of water. I can't deal with that tonight. That, that text is so deep. That's going to be for another session. But we are going to thrive like watered grass. Come on. Father, I thank you tonight. We got some thrivers on here. And we're coming through some things. And we are going to thrive tonight. But do you know I've become intimately familiar with something as I've been trying to garden myself? We call these things weeds. Oh, there's some weeds in your garden. Oh, God, listen. Oh, I got to talk about some weeds tonight. Give me just a moment. We got to deal with weeds. I'm learning about weeds, not weed. Weeds. I want to get it straight. <laughs> and by the way, there is no high like the most high. So if you really want to get high, you get high with the most high, not anything else. All right. We're dealing with the most high weeds. Let's talk about weeds for a moment. All right. In every garden on grass, we find weeds. And I've been, I've been researching weeds because I got some weeds in my grass. I got some weeds. And you're going to see the picture tomorrow. I'm not kidding with you. So when you see these pictures, when I put this picture up, these pictures up tomorrow, I'm going to take them in the morning. Make sure you comment and say, listen, not everybody's going to know what's going on. But weeds, according to the definition, I want you to get this. I've been researching weeds. Weeds thrive. This is what I read. The exact words, weave, weeds thrive in dry and scorched ground. When your ground is dry and it's not properly watered, guess what? Crabgrass, it's absolutely right, Susan. Crabgrass is gonna grow. Dandelions are gonna show up. Ragweeds are gonna show up. These are different kinds of weeds and there's certain weeds that thrive when the ground is dry. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm about to hit it, watch this. Here's another definition of weeds. It tells you what, what weeds do. Weeds steal water and nutrients away from desired plants. Come on, there's a thief. Weeds are stealing water. Oof. Uh-oh, let's go. Weeds 
all right? Thrive in dry ground. When you are not getting water, God says, I'm going to pour water on thirsty land. God says, the Bible itself, the word of God is like water. We can get washed in the word. When we are not receiving from God, when we're not receiving an outpour, when we're not in, in prayer, you can't just read prayers on social media. That's good, but you need to have a time every day where you're praying and talking to God. You're getting an outpour. There's a pouring happening in your time of prayer. When you're reading the word of God, these things help to water your garden, water your life. It is what you need. God is going to minister to you in your private time. All these things that we see everywhere else, it's good, necessary, helpful. But you've got to have the one-on-one time because you've got to receive that water. You've got to position yourself to receive. Are you thirsty? If you're thirsty, you've got to do something about it. Come on, you've got to drink. God wants to outpour. God wants to give things. But when the ground is dry... When you're not connected like you should be, when things, when you're not pressing in and leaning in like you should be, when you're not getting that water, guess what's going to show up? Weeds. And weeds are stealing and, and pulling away. It, 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 matter of fact, it says this, weeds, it, weeds are a plant that cause economic loss or ecological damage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Weeds cause loss and they cause damage because they're pulling away from things. There's some, there's some things in your life are like weeds. Anger can be a weed that is ripping some things away from you that you should have. Jealousy is a weed. Pride can be a weed. Lust can be a weed. Sexual immorality in your life is a weed that's pulling things away that's supposed to be for you, but things are drawing you away and pulling you. We've got to deal with weeds in the garden. Weeds will mess this thing up, right? People in your life, some people can be like weeds. They were stealing your time. They're polluting your thoughts. They're taking resources. You've got to recognize that there are people that who are like weeds in your garden. You've got to know who is a weed. And the best way to deal with weeds, you've got to pluck it out. Put that little machine on the thing and pull the thing out. Grab your hand and pull it out. This is a parable in the Bible in Matthew 13. The wheat and the tares, or the parable of weeds. God sows good seed. This is what the verse says. Good seed in the world, good seed in the field, but the enemy sows weeds. They are people who are good seed that will help you. God will send people to help you, but the enemy will send people to hurt you. We've got to deal with weeds in the garden. You are good seed. You are meant to thrive for life, but you've got to deal, help God to let God show you the weeds that you've got to uproot. You are meant to thrive in this season. There's going to be a pour. God says, I'm going to pour water on thirsty land, on dry land. I'm going to pour out my spirit on your descendants, on your children. Come on, they're going to thrive like watered grass. God, this is a season. This is my thriving season. And when I get into this thriving season and this this thing is going to be not just for now, God, but I want to see this thrive for generations to come. I want to see a setup. God's going to help you with, with everything that's going to happen in your life. God, I thank you tonight. These roots grow deep. That's right, Candace. I like that. 
Got to put some weeds got some roots. We got to uproot this thing. God wants you to thrive. You are seed. And we've got to maximize what God has given us. Seed is provision. Seed is not potential. Everything that this that the seed needs, everything is in the seed for the harvest. Seed is provision. I, I want to make a, a little distinction here. Thank God for potential. But when God looks at you, or let me say it different, differently. When I look at you, I can see potential. I say, you know, that person has the potential to be a great musician. That person has the potential um, to, to be a, a, a doctor. That person has a potential to be a, a prayer warrior. We see potential when we look at each other. We see from the outside, we see potential. When God looks at you, he does not see potential. There is nothing wrong with potential. There's nothing wrong with it. We talk about it all the time. But listen, God will, when God looks at you, God sees provision. He doesn't say, you know, Donnie has the potential to be a preacher. He's put seed in me to preach. He's provided. He's already put it inside of me. So I'm going to say to you tonight, maximize your provision. Maximize what you already have inside of you. There are seeds of greatness that must germinate. God is the one that's going to pour the water on the seed that's inside of you. The water is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to get too deep in that tonight. But we have got to maximize our provision in every season. Season 1, 2 to 10, whatever it is. Destiny is divided into seasons of purpose. Maximize the seed in every season. Ah, come on. There's a pour coming in the next six months. God, I'm going to position myself to receive it. I'm pressing in. I'm leaning in. I want to hear. I want to hear from you, God. I've got to receive it. You are about to come into increase like never before in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm thanking you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for Florence right now. I see something maybe her whatever it is, but I speak over her healing right now in Jesus' name. Listen, this is a season of increase. I want to say this to you as I bring this thing. Isaac sowed in a time of famine and reaped a hundredfold in the same year. Here's it is. I'm going to bring this thing to an end shortly. The natural time is not always the appointed time. Pour on me, yes, Jermaine, say it, I like that. Pour on me, God. The natural time is not always the appointed time. It does not make sense for somebody to sow in the time of famine and reach, reap a hundredfold. That is not the natural time you expect to be blessed. But God's time, the appointed time, when God says you're going to increase, when God says he's going to pour, when God says he's going to do something, it doesn't matter if that looks natural. It doesn't matter if this, whatever is happening, when it is the appointed time, it is going to happen. God, in Jesus' name, the natural time is not always the appointed time. In famine is not a natural time to expect increase, but it was the appointed time for Isaac to reap. This, these next six months is the appointed time for you to reap. 
It is a time for you to receive the poor from God. God says you and your generation will thrive like watered grass. You're going to be like a well-watered garden. I'm saying to you tonight, it's going to happen now in this season. Let me show you this. When Israel went through the wilderness, I I saw somebody post something about the wilderness. Israel was in the wilderness for 40 years. God called him out of that thing after 40 years. And then he said, listen, now's the time I want you to cross over into the promised land. Do you know that when they crossed over the Jordan River, it was absolutely the worst time possible to cross the river? When God said, now, Joshua, it was the worst time. It didn't make sense what God told him. After 40 years, you think God will pick a time when the water level was low. But God picked the time of their crossover when the water was at its highest level. When the snow on the mountains melted in in the the, the spring season, that's when the water level was the highest. That's when the water level was the strongest. That's when God said crossover. Doesn't make sense. The natural time is not always the appointed time. Listen, God will call you to cause you to do things that don't make sense sometimes. The timing may not look right to people. It may not look right in the natural, but the uh, when God says do it, it's your thriving season, it's your reaping season, it's your winning season. We're in it now. It may not seem that way, but God, we, we, we're coming into agreement with what God is saying. We're speaking healing even right now, even things that are happening. God is going to cause you in this season to thrive like never before. He is going to outpour on your life like never before. God, I thank you tonight. Listen, obey God. It doesn't, it may not look um, like it's going to happen, but if you obey God, it is going to come to pass. This is the season. You're going to thrive like watered grass. Father God, I thank you tonight. God, I bless you tonight. Listen, I want to pray with you tonight. God, you are amazing. We are lifetime thrivers. I'm thriving for life. Thriving for life tonight in the name of Jesus right now. Yes, Amina, right now. God, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you tonight. Lord, I'm praying, God, there are people who are still fearful of different things. Your word says in Isaiah 44, do not be afraid. God, I speak something tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm speaking life tonight. I'm coming against a spirit of fear. I'm coming against a spirit of sickness right now in Jesus' name. You said that we will thrive like watered grass. God, I come into agreement. I curse death in the name of Jesus tonight. I speak life tonight. God, let faith arise in us now to recognize that this is a moment. This is the appointed time. This is a season, God, of of increase. This is a season you are going to bring your people, God. Right now in this season, this is a birthing season, God, that gifts are coming to the forefront. Fruits are coming to the forefront. Thus said the Lord, this is a thriving season. And things that have been inside of you, they're going to begin to erupt in the name of of Jesus, there's a blossoming that's going to take place. You are a well-watered garden tonight, God. I come into agreement with that, and I speak that over your people tonight. 
Father, we decree it tonight. It is so. It is so in the name of Jesus. I come against fear. Do not be afraid. God will pour water right now on thirsty land. He will pour out his spirit and your descendants will be blessed. Your children will be blessed. You are going to be blessed. Father God, I thank you because you're putting things in the hearts of people right now to do. You are going to guide us continually like you said. And Father, I pray that we will just have the strength to follow you and to obey you. God, in the name of Jesus, this is a season, Father, of thrivers. We are coming to the forefront in the name of Jesus, not for ourselves, but for your glory. God, as we are a God is saying, look, you're going to be a well-watered garden. People will come to you because of, 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 of what is on you. And when they come to you, you're not just going to be blessed by God. You are going to be a blessing. You're not just going to receive from God. You are going to give. God is watering your garden and it's going, it's going to be healthy and strong. And when people come to you, you're going to speak life to them in the name of Jesus. A well-watered garden attracts people. You are going to attract people. You are going to attract favor. You've got to get rid of weeds. God is saying get rid of the weeds. And he is going to pour. He is going to water this thing in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. God is going to bless you when it doesn't make sense. He's going to elevate you and he's going to take you higher when it looks like you should be going lower. Father God, I speak it tonight. I come into agreement with this thing tonight. God, this is our thriving season. We decree it and we declare it tonight. God, you are going to get the glory in the name of Jesus. Let it be so tonight. In the name of Jesus. Some of you may not know this, but this is a book that I wrote when it didn't make sense. I wrote this book called The Journey, Road to Destiny. Um, this book was written in December because it is around a Christmas theme. I was writing some devotions. God said, turn it into a book. It was the busiest time of the year. It was December. You're doing all sorts of things. I said, God said, turn it into a book. I, in two and a half weeks, this book was written, produced, and all of that. What am I saying? This book has blessed people. This book represents my seed of obedience to God. God called me to do something. It didn't look like the natural time, but it was the appointed time. Listen, things that do not look like the natural time in your life, they are the appointed time, often. And you've just got to obey God. If he tells you, write it, write it. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. It is going to prosper. It is going to work because God does not fail. God knows how to water. God knows how to bring the best out of you. God knows how to cultivate. God knows how to do all of these things. Obey him. Obey him in this season. Come on. I feel something um, uh, tonight. God, I thank you tonight. Next week, I'm getting some things tonight. God has already given me a download. And I thank God for this thing here tonight. Amen. I want you to do me a favor as, we, as, as we're closing off tonight. Listen, God is saying you're going to thrive like water grass. Position yourself to receive from God. Do everything he's going to tell you to do. Don't let people dissuade you. Don't let people talk you out of it. What God puts on you to do, do it. Do it in faith. Do it in faith. It's going to prosper. Now tonight, I want to ask you, as we close this thing, remember you can uh, tune into our church every Sunday at the ESP Worship Center. 
Uh, for those who don't know, I'm one of the pastors here, lead pastor at the church. And uh, we had a great service last week. Encourage you to lock in. Now, whatever blessed you tonight, I'm going to ask you to do something different. Anything that I shared tonight that blessed you, I'm going to ask you just to post it. Whatever God spoke to you throughout this session, just put a post out there. And, you know, if you can tag me or, or and hashtag Thrive Life 1010, um, this is just to put it out there. However God ministered to you tonight, um, put it out there. Put something out there. We're giving God the glory by doing this. Um, we're letting people know how God is, is, is moving in this. And I really do believe that this is your thriving season. Anybody, if you, if you want to talk to me, message me. I appreciate somebody called me this week and, hey, listen, and, 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 and told me some things. So you want to reach out to me, do so. Any prayer requests, send them in. My wife and I, we're we praying for you. Um, we're locking in with you and believing God that he is going to bless you in this season. This is your thriving season. All right, God bless you. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for letting somebody know about the Thrive Life Show. Remember, you are a generational thriver. We thrive in for life, not just the next six months. But God is shifting our thinking. I really want you to go back and read Isaiah 44. It is so powerful. Isaiah 44, the first few verses of that chapter, and then Isaiah 58 um, that I shared earlier, 58, 11. All right, these verses are powerful. God will cause you to be a well-watered garden. All right, look out for my garden pictures tomorrow, all right? Listen, I'm going, I'm going to be real. This is going to be unfiltered pictures of my garden. And we're praying that it's going to turn around and it's going to be prophetic. As that thing turns around, it's going to turn around in your life, all right? God bless you guys. Thrivers for life, all right? Post something, please, that have blessed you tonight. Tag it. All right, God bless you. Mm -hmm.